You hear that? It's time. Ticking. Ticking away. Closer to the 25th. Okay, it's not that bad. You still have nine days. Well, depending on when you're listening to this. My schedule's been a little random with these last couple of episodes. Maybe I'll get back on track in the new year, but hey, at least there's one today. This is episode 37 of On The Story. I am Trishna Begum. Today, I am chatting with Brad Goodwin from the shopping app called Shopkick. Never heard of it? Don't worry. He is going to tell you all about it, what it is, how it can make shopping fun. He's also here to talk about all things shopping. We're seeing some of the worst inflation numbers in 40 years, which translates to everything costing just a little bit more. So Brad is going to talk about how to save some money, what to do before you head out, how to save some time as well is so you're not stressed out, and the hot ticket items that some people are after and how supply chain issues are affecting all of that. So without further ado, here's Brad. Hello. Hey, Brad. Thanks for having me today. Brad Goodwin, you are with the Shopkick Rewards app. Tell me a little bit about the app and what it is that you do. I've been with Shopkick for just under five years. Uh, Shopkick is the number one shopping rewards app here in the United States. Um, And what we try to do is make shopping fun. But shopping is already a little bit fun. You know, it's it's fun buying things. But even some of the mundane things of what if we could gamify and turn shopping into a game where when you walk into certain stores like TJ Maxx, you earn points or we call them kicks. Um, and or if you go find things. So think about a treasure hunt. Hey, if you go find these five things in a store, we're going to give you more and more kicks along the way. And so these kind of digital breadcrumbs that you can earn while doing the things that you you know might already be doing. Um, and we make commerce fun. And so as you earn those kicks, eventually you can cash those out for gift cards um, to either use for yourself or give to your friends. Um, or like even this week, um, we've done a big effort where you can donate those kicks to say the American Red Cross for the tornado victims in Kentucky um, or to Feeding America for families that might not be having meals during the holiday season. And so it's a super fun app. I encourage you to download it on the Google Play Store or the iOS Store. We are talking specifically about shopping, kind of this last minute crunch for the holidays as we head into the new year. Right out of the gate, what can you tell us is your number one piece of advice uh, for shopping, getting a good deal, saving some money? Well, as a husband and a dad of three daughters, so I have a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, and an 11-month-old, all girls, um, I can tell you I'm about 70% done with my Christmas or holiday shopping, um, but I still have some items to go. But I think the number one thing that I've seen, and and I think Shopkick, uh, as we've observed shopping behavior this holiday season, is people are very worried about supply chain. And there's some certain items I know, I think back to like the tickle me Elmo's of the world, uh, where it was like, oh, they're not available. You can't find them anywhere. You're buying them for $1,000 on eBay. There's a lot of that situation that's already started. And we're still 10 days out as of, you know, today from, from, you know, from Christmas. And so one of the things that we've talked about is going, hey, if there's an item you really like, or you're looking for making sure you're kind of cross-referencing where you're looking. And so oftentimes what we see is folks go in and they're, let's say they're going to to Amazon, for instance, and they're going to say, Hey, I'm going to buy all my stuff here. Well, 
you might get the best price on a couple of the items, but you might not on some of the other ones. And so really looking at what are those specific gifts and going, hey, rather than going and buying everything, maybe at Target, going, yeah, I'm going to go buy these three things at Target. And maybe some of them I'm going to pick up. I'm going to go there and they're going to put them in my car. Some of them might be delivered. I might go to Walmart and have some of it shipped to my house or some of it I might be able to pull up and they're going to put it in my car. Or maybe I'm going to go to Best Buy and I'm actually going to go inside the store. But what we've seen is if you're looking at total savings, um, and, and I know everyone has different time constraints and limitations, yeah. um, but if you're really looking to save money, being able to look at what is the specific item and what's the best deal. And a lot of our retailer partners that we're seeing, uh, Walmart, I know specifically is doing a lot of this where they're price matching, right? And so if you find a great price, you can go in and say, hey, here's the price here. Will you match this price? Right. Um, and so there, it's using that uh, kind of as a competitive advantage as your shopper. Um, but time is of the essence. Right. Because we're in we're amidst it. There's every day is, is kind of that hot button. And, and I think what you're going to continue to see something we noticed even this past weekend is pricing at certain spots. So I'll use Sephora as an example, was better this past weekend than it was on Cyber Monday. Huh? Well, why? Well, yeah. because they didn't sell as many things as they wanted to, right? Uh -huh. Probably on Cyber Monday. And so um, the, all the data that's come back has said Black Friday and Cyber Monday were both very light. They were not as expected as far as sales go. And that's across all of retail, right? And so that's the other gambit you could play as a shopper is go, hey, the longer I potentially wait, if this inventory isn't sold, then maybe I'm going to see this, this is something we're kind of expecting to happen is certain items might go on clearance the 23rd, 24th of December, because they know they're going to have to sell them before Christmas. Yeah. They want to get rid of that. Extreme markdowns afterwards. You got it. You got yeah. it. So sometimes it pays to be a last minute shopper. <laughs> my, my wife would not uh, agree with that strategy. Um, but yes, I think this holiday season specifically, you could surprise yourself with getting some better deals. But I think the big takeaway I'm getting is, you know, obviously know what you're going to buy for everybody, but do a little bit of research on the front end of it, maybe on your phone, what stores have it at what price, and then that will save you a little bit of money in the long run. Yeah. And you have to look at the total cost, right? Because right now, you know, Amazon, I think several years back, really set the standard or the expectation for shoppers for two-day shipping that's free with Prime. So if you're a Prime member, maybe that that's a, a value. So when you're checking out, you know, there, there's this huge rise of e-commerce, but on a lot of these websites, they're still charging you, you know, obviously the tax and the shipping and handling. And so where they might advertise this great price, when you actually go check out, you might not be getting it for the price that you thought, right? And so those are things to consider of maybe you have memberships at Costco or memberships at Sam's Club or memberships with Amazon Prime or Walmart Plus. Like a lot of those memberships are offering pretty extreme value to their members this time of year. Making sure if you have those memberships, make sure you're using them and seeing what all of the different value, um, whether that's, hey, free shipping, Maybe that's, hey, if you spend X amount, we're going to give you an X amount discount on top of what you already would save. Um, but those are things to think about. And the, the only other little caveat that I would say is true in my life, I think would be true probably for a lot of your listeners, 
would be if you're a member of somewhere and I'll use CVS as an example, um, I go into CVS and buy things. I've earned extra bucks. I had no idea as a shopper how much I had. They just sent me an email yesterday that said, hey, you have $28 in extra bucks. Well, if you've got these types of memberships at Walgreens, CVS, specifically the drug channel does a really good job of this. Um, Make sure if you have money there, you use it. Use that for your holiday gifting, especially if you look at your budgets and you go, hey, I, I have this huge list of things I need to get people. My budget doesn't necessarily align to that. Are there some things that you've accrued? Maybe that's credit card points. Um, or points like, like at CVS and others that you could apply that could help take that budget that you might have and stretch it out. Have you noticed any trends of whether, um, it is cheaper to buy things online on online retailers, or do you get a little bit of savings if you actually walk into the store? No, no, that's a great question. Um, at least from, from, what we've seen at Shopkick and specifically as I've observed kind of behavior of my own uh, purchasing habits over the past probably six to eight weeks is I feel like the value is equal. Okay. Um, I think that I, I don't think that there's maybe in years past, there was like a major competitive advantage for if you go buy this on Cyber Monday online, you're going to save $37, something uh-huh. like that for a TV. Um we haven't really seen that. We saw the prices and I think it's how retailers are really approaching this omni-channel. We're going, actually, if I'm a shopper, my expectation on Walmart or on Target is that the price that I'm going to go buy this Vizio TV <laughs> is going to be the same online as it is in store, that there's not this pricing okay. discrepancy. The one thing I will tell you is a lot of retailers, uh, Target does this, um, again, the drug channel, Walgreens and CVS where they're doing special pricing promotions in store Mm. um, to try to get you in the store because there's impulse, right? You go into store to buy a few things. You see a couple of things that you maybe you don't need, but you want. Um, And so I would say if there was a competitive advantage across most channels, it actually might be, you might get a better deal in store currently. And some of that, as we talked about it from the get-go is, Maybe they had a huge order of these items thinking that they would sell them through Black Friday weekend and beyond and sales haven't been as great as they'd like. And so they're going, well, maybe we need to discount these. We only have so many days before Christmas. Um, And so we've seen that kind of throughout the country in different markets specifically uh, where that's come to life. Okay. Is there a hot ticket item right now, either for adults or for kids that you have noticed people are really trying to get their hands on? Yeah, there, there's, there are several. Um, and I think that unfortunately, a lot of those items, I don't even know if you're going to like at this point, these yeah. 10, like 10 days out, I think they're, the supply chain is like not in a place where these are being made in Asia and coming over. Um, one of the ones like when you're le- even looking, this was something yesterday I saw um, is really the, the new PlayStation, right? Like there's a lot of gamers that are like, how do I get access to this? And not just the base model, but they have, you know, uh, these companies, Sony specifically have looked at, here's all the different bundle packs, right? So it's not just, you're getting the, the system, but you're getting all these things too. Um, that is a very tough item to find right now, I think for kids and adults alike. And that's one of the ones that we've seen through, throughout the holiday season. Obviously I have daughters, and so there's very specific girl gifts versus maybe gifts for boys that we're seeing as well. But most of those, I would say in general, there's not a item 
like there has been in years past. I think the demand really is around, hey, because there hasn't been this one thing necessarily, everybody ordered and everybody's being a Walmart, a Target, an Amazon, they ordered all this inventory of all these toys and they had the purchasing just really hasn't added up. And so I think when you've, when you've looked at the retailers going, we're really not having the sales that we would like, um, that there isn't as much supply chain where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to get it. I think the concern right now really is shipping. Right. And so that's something that, that as a parent I've run into of going, I would rather go to target or to Walmart and buy the gift and know I have it than to order it online and hope that UPS makes it here, right? And yeah. so there's been multiple occasions as we've talked to our users and in the data, and we've surveyed tens of thousands of shoppers on this, where they do not trust the current delivery systems here in the United States to get them that toy before Christmas, right? And so I think you've seen an influx and you will continue over the next 10 days, especially see people going into stores for that very reason. You so. want that item in hand. Let's go back to kind of some of these reward apps, the shopping yeah. apps that a lot of people use if they're shopping online on their phone, what have you. There's plenty of them out there. Shopkick is one of them, obviously. Um, what is what is the catch for consumers? Because I, I use them as well. And every now and then I'll, I'll get a little kickback and then they accrue over the, the months and the years. And it's nice to get a little extra cash if I'm shopping anyway. But is there a catch and what, what information am I providing to the apps that basically allow the apps to make some money too? Yeah, yeah that's a great, a great question. Um, I'll, I'll speak on behalf of Shopkick. Sure. So we, we were 10, a 10 year old company and from the very get go, um, user data, that's kind of a hot topic of, of if you use a smartphone, where's your data going? How's it being utilized? Where's it being shared and how are people making money on it? Um, We've always had a very um, privacy first mentality. So we've never monetized or sold our user data. Um, That's something that we believe in. We've started from the get-go from that standpoint. Not all apps are that way. And Mm -hmm. so you'll notice, hey, I've signed up for this app and now I'm on these mailing lists. And it's interesting now I, I, I did a Google search and somehow... The things that I was just doing on this app is now like being fed into my Google advertising. Cause yeah, we've all run into that. Yep. <laughs> you're like, is my phone listening to me? Sure. What's going on? And so that is a very real thing. And so I think one of the things as a shopper to be smart with your data um, is when you're signing up for these programs to read the fine print, right? And oftentimes that's sent in an email and it's in font 10 and it's a lot of jargon, but to go, what are these apps going to be doing with my data? What am I comfortable with personally? Because there is a give and a take, right? And so with personalization comes making sure that if I'm going to give my data to somebody, how are they going to steward it and how are they going to do it well? And so I think that's, you know, across um, not just an app, but any website, right? You'll, if you go to a website, they're going to ask you, Hey, can you allow cookies or not allow cookies? Right. And so just, I think for any shopper to go, what are you personally okay with Mm -hmm. Um, as far as everyone has their preferences? Um, And so that's not, I think that's going to come down to personal choice, Um, but to make sure the things that you are signing up for, you at least understand, right? 
Um, and if you have a question, most, I know Shopkick, we've got a customer service team. If there's specific questions associated to what we do or don't do with our data, we know invite people to reach out to that team to be able to talk to and explain it kind of in layman's terms of what that exactly means. Um, but most companies have the same type of team uh, that can provide support. Thanks for answering that. I think it's not something that everybody always thinks about, but obviously, like you said, there is a give and a take. So if you're helping with the service, I mean, whatever company it may be, whether it's Shopkick or any other shopping um, app company, they everybody needs to make money and make a profit. So I think that's also important to talk about. So I appreciate you answering that. Any other advice? I, like you said, you have 10 days to go. By the time this episode is up, which I'm going to try to get it up by tomorrow, it'll be nine days. Time is ticking. What is your advice right now to, you know, you talked about the saving money portion of it, but what's your advice to those last minute shoppers who either need to go through their whole list of people or, you know, just need those last minute gifts or items for that one certain person that they can't think of anything for? Well, this is uh, something that, that I think we've noticed a lot is nine days left, right? So I have a lot of choice. Time is probably my most cherished resource this time of year. I think everyone, I know having three kids and and work and everything else that's going on, it's like, where and how am I going to get all of this done within a, a timely manner? And so looking at alternative times of day, so maybe you can, you know, I think the work from home situation that COVID has allotted a lot of different people to go, instead of going and shopping at six o'clock when everyone's off of work at the mall or at an outdoor mall or at a department store or, or something like that, going, Hey, what would it look like if I went there at 1 PM on your lunch break or 10 AM, right? Um, looking at taking that kind of midday because it's not just about going in and doing it. It's about going, Hey, if I can get into the store, find the items and check out and not have to fight all of the, the traffic and the checkout traffic that is saving time. Right. And so that that's adding, a, if that saves me an hour and that's an hour, I can do other things with my family or, or other things that that's really important. The other thing is that, that I've always encouraged folks to do is really look at what are those local businesses? I mean, I mean, I think this is the humanity of the holiday season is going COVID's not been an easy season for a mm-hmm. lot of people and especially local businesses, small businesses. Um, and so oftentimes the large department stores are very, very busy and inundated, but are there those gifts that are personal uh, or maybe more personal that you can go support a local business? Uh, maybe that's a boutique clothing store. Maybe it's a local restaurant um, versus a national chain. And, I, and this isn't to say I'm against national chains, but to really look at your community and go, hey, how can I play a part? I'm going to be spending money this holiday season to give gifts. Is there a way I can do that while at the same time really helping the local community? And so that's something we've seen. I know I've done that this week where I've gone to a few local stores and seeing they light up. Oh my gosh, you're here. It's here's some of the things that we have on sale. Here's the things that we're really excited about. Let me tell you about where this brand came from. Mm -hmm. And and now when I give the gift, I'm able to, to feel pretty good about what I'm giving and be able to, to have that personal aspect. So Uh, That is all great advice. I will say I did just that yesterday. I had to go pick up a few gifts. I did it before (laughs) heading into work at one o'clock 
And I think it saved me so much time. I did not have to go through the hassle of trying to find parking and, and you know how crazy that can get. So it is just, yes, absolutely. If you can take advantage of midday shopping somehow, you know, sneak in an hour or two here and there, uh, it will save you a lot of time for anybody listening. Uh, Brad, thank you so much for, for all of your advice and tips. Is there anything else that I did not ask that you want to add? No, I mean, I think the, 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 key is, is like, enjoy the season, right? I think that, that sometimes we get so much into our lists that, I mean, the whole premise of why Shopkick exists is to have fun and enjoy the, the gift giving aspect of buying things and feeling good about it. And so I think that would be the thing to just encourage listeners just to say, Hey, like don't, sometimes we, we we're so destination focused. We miss the journey of going, Hey, these next nine days are days to enjoy. Um, and, and I think to, to, if we get to Christmas and it's just been a, a mad rush and we look up and we're like, oh my gosh, now we have six days left of the year. And, and then we're back into 2022 to go really sit back. And, and if you're listening, enjoy these next nine days, enjoy the folks and think about the gratitude that you have for the, the people in your lives and the ability to be able to, to give gifts to them. And so that would be the thing I would leave you with. I love ending on that note. Such a good reminder. Thank you so much, Brad. Uh, I appreciate your time. No problem. Glad to be it. All right. Thank you so much to Brad. Happy shopping. I will not keep you guys anymore. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this helped a little bit heading into these last couple of days of the holiday season. Good luck if you still have a lot to get through. And remember Brad's advice. Try to enjoy the time. Have fun with your family this next week as we head into Christmas and the holiday season and New Year's. And happy holiday, folks.